The Supreme Court rules against Cuomo in a win for freedom. Sidney Powell releases the Kraken in a Georgia lawsuit. And the Mexican president refuses to acknowledge Biden as the winner. We're going to get into all this and more. But before we get into this, please drop the video a like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on. New video every single day and new podcast every single day. Also, there's going to be random ads playing throughout this podcast. Those ads help fund and support the show. So please bear with me. Thank you. Let's get into this. So at the Pennsylvania hearing, Doug Mastriano goes off about voter fraud. Uh, there's a lot of hard facts out there, and guess what? As history and change in 1863 in Gettysburg, back then it's July 1st, 2nd, 3rd. So on this day, history is changing for our country and state back at Gettysburg once again. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how this happened in America. We, we could send 50 years ago, you know, men to, to the moon, but we can't have a safe, secure election in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania. What's going on here? It's got to be by design because we have the technology. We have stealth aircraft that are the envy of the world, but we can't run a, an election better than Afghanistan. Congressman Perry, you and I are in Afghanistan, and I don't know how in the heck Afghanistan has more secure, safe elections than Pennsylvania does. I mean, beam me up, Scotty. There's no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Really? We move heaven and earth with American dollars to secure elections in Iraq and Afghanistan and elsewhere. We can't do it in our own state. It's by design. There's people in Pennsylvania not interested in safe, secure elections. And we have to correct this. There's two things that need to happen. First off, we need to make sure that the real winner is sent forth from this, this presidential election. And number two... <laughs> Number two, we need to fix this. It doesn't happen ever again. You know, I can't believe, I can't believe we're having this conversation here in Pennsylvania. You know, this is the kind of stuff I hear about that goes on in Belarus under Lukashenko or in Russia under Putin, under, under Saddam Hussein's Iraq. Really? Here in our state? I mean, this is disgusting to me. You know, I watched when I was uh, in, doing strategy in Russia, you know, Putin's about people stuffing ballot boxes. The same thing that happened in Pennsylvania. When I saw that 15, 20 years ago, I was like, well, thank God we're not like that. What happened? What happened? And we're not going to let it stand. <laughs> you know, I saw... Uh, you have to forgive people because we are a constitutional republic. So I'll forgive those that say democracy. But I saw one man had a sign in Philadelphia, and the irony wasn't lost on me. Democracy dies in Philadelphia. Can you imagine the irony of that? You know, where the light of liberty was lit in 1776, it transformed this world where, in this very same state, a new birth of freedom. And then, of course, let's not forget 2001, Tom, Todd Beamer. Let's roll. You know what? It's our time to roll. This is no time. You know, democracy can die in darkness, in dark rooms with no transparency and accountability. We're shining light on this darkness here. We're going to take our state back. We're not standing aside in this hour. You know, as Representative Metcalf rightly said, in 1994, there was so much shenanigans and cheating in the Marks versus Stinson case that a federal district judge threw out the election results, took a senator out of Harrisburg, state senator, and put the Republican in because the election results were so corrupted. So we do have a precedent here, federal courts, and I hope you take a hard look at that here. Has our election results in Pennsylvania at the presidential and other levels been so corrupted that the results have to be thrown out? That's going to be a, a case you're going to have to make before the Supreme Court there, but it sure sounds like something stinks in Denmark or in Philadelphia. I don't know. You know, one vote, one person, 
one legal vote per person, and any cheating goes in there disenfranchises an American. And I can't believe this is happening here, and we're not going to let it stand. I don't know why it's so hard. You know, I know, I know it's, it's, it's hard because this has been going on here for a lot longer than we imagine. But in Galatians 6.9, we're told by St. Paul, grow not weary doing good, because in due time you'll reap your harvest. We're going to reap our harvest. This should be every single Republican politician at the local, state, city, federal level right now. That should be what every single Republican politician elected to office should agree with, should be saying, and should be fighting just as hard for the president right now. That's what they all need to be doing. Every single one of them. I, I don't want to have to see like one or two or three make a speech like this. That was an epic, beautiful, masterfully crafted, perfectly put together speech. It was perfect. But I, th I every single Republican should be having a speech like that or should be believing in that same sentiment and fighting for this, not, not just fighting for the president, fighting for the sanctity of this election, fighting for the country. doesn't matter who the president is. Or who the votes were for. I mean, it does matter. But when it comes down to defending this, this country from election fraud, shouldn't matter who it's for. I mean, obviously it does matter. I mean, I'm, you, get, you get my point. We're trying to save the election on top of we're trying to save the country on top of we're trying to save ourselves from Democrat tyranny. So the Supreme Court blocked New York Governor Andrew Cuomo from enforcing intended limits at religious services. The vote was five to four. Now, whoever voted in favor of such an order should seriously be removed from the court because this breaks our constitutional freedoms. So before we go into the actual full story, I want to go into how the left is declaring this now the end of the world. So this one guy said, as an atheist, I take no issue whether the, the, with people of faith practicing their faith in a way that doesn't impact me. 100%. That's good for you. Good. I agree, I agree with you there. Uh, we're, I'm, I'm not an atheist, though. We're all free to believe in what number of gods we want. That's, that's true as well. But if you insist it's your right to hurt and kill others, your faith impacts me. In, first off, I bet you this guy supports abortion. In what world is your, my faith impacting you? In what world is me having people to celebrate a religious service while you're at home hiding in your basement from COVID with your mask all over your face? How is that impacting you? It does not impact you at all. This is, this is the mainstream media brainwashing. Let's see this one. Everyone who catches COVID should send Amy COVID Barrett a letter letting them know what they went through, how it impacted them financially, who else got sick, and what happened to them. I love it. I love how these liberals who say, say nothing, they praise Cuomo. They praise Cuomo, his orders. Cuomo's orders has led to the highest death out of all the states, the highest death out of anywhere else in the world, the highest COVID infection rate out of anywhere else in the world. Yet, Amy COVID Barrett is what they're saying. They're ripping on Amy for killing people. Meanwhile, she's just giving an order that grants us more freedom. She says, if they died then the remaining family should write her. Listen, if you're hiding in your basement and I am worshiping, you are not going to die. End of story. 
There's a time when religion ruled. There was a time when religion ruled the world. It is known as the Dark Ages, and then that's when they like put Amy. Ah, the, the, the evil religion. The evil religion. You know, upholding the Constitution. It's so evil. Not allowing abortions. So evil. It's the end of times that people can worship God. From the private of their own institutions. The end of times, as they say. So essentially, uh, Socus ruled, ruled against what's happening in the best interests of the state. And by extension, the public interest. Sure, let the religious zealots dictate what's best. Nice work, Amy COVID Barrett. Let's hope Biden expands the court. It's time to clarify. That should be ruled against what the state and public interest isn't in good health of the citizenry of the public interest. Where in the, where we, where was this guy when Cuomo was stripping in old people filled with COVID into nursing rooms? Okay, where were these people? Nowhere to be found. And you know what's ticking these people off even more? It's not, it's not the fact that that this, this, this ruled, listen, listen, the left is freaking out because the Supreme Court granted people a little bit more freedom today. The left wants to be ruled. They cannot fend for themselves. They want to be c- controlled because they're too dumb to live free. And what's ticking them off even more this time is because it's connected to religion. They, these people are the void. They do not understand the Constitution. They do not want the Constitution. They don't know what's inside the Constitution. They just want to destroy it. These people are sick, twisted individuals who just want to be ruled. Justice Amy Covert Barrett is the essence of killing thousands of Americans for Jesus. That effing B. What in the world? These are the people that support abortions. These are the people that support Cuomo. Literally, actions that have directly resulted in killing people. Pro-life, adjective, pretending all life is precious, but voting to sicken the churchgoers. Example, she's a pro-life hypocrite. So if you're, this is, this is the twisted world that the Democrats live in. If, if you're a politician and you're not forcing people within their own con- confines of their home, if you're giving people freedom, if you're letting people choose for themselves by saying, Hey, you can stay home in your own basement or or you can go out and worship at church. Worship at your own risk, just like any other day. Just like any other day, you're at risk of catching a disease, risk of getting hit by a car. But if, 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 if you're giving people the option to live free and if you're giving people the option to live in their basements, in the left's reality, you are killing people because you're giving them the option to go out into the dangerous world. The only way in the leftist imagination that you're not actively killing people is if you chain everybody to the floor of their house and bus and ship in food every single day to take care of them like they're prisoners. That's the only way to ensure people's safety is if you lock them in their rooms and feed them. How are you going to die? Who's going to kill you? What diseases are you going to get? You're in your own house. And if you don't support that, then you're the devil. 
then it's the end of times. And everybody who dies, everybody who gets hit by a car, everybody who dies of a disease, everybody that gets stabbed outside, that all those deaths are on you because you do not want people to live indoors for the rest of their lives like prisoners. That is the leftist mentality. That is the leftist reality. And we're, we're getting, honestly, I, I was making an exaggerated case right there. I was, I was like over-exaggerating. But guess what? That, that's not far from the reality that we're living in right now. That is exactly what they want right now. They want you to live indoors. They want, I don't know how they expect us to get food. I mean, they never even came there. You can only leave for five minutes out of the day to go get food. We got to wear a hazmat suit. I mean, come on. Come on. These people do not want us to live free. These people, these people are so dumb, they cannot live free. They don't know how to, they don't know how to act and live by themselves. They're, they're basically, you know, it's like a, like a 40-year-old that's still living in his mom's basement. That's, th- those are Democrats. That's, that's the reality of the Democrats. And the mom is the government. And they're just sucking off the government. They're being told what to do. And they're living in a basement. It's as simple as that. The U.S. Supreme Court on Wednesday night blocks New York Cuomo from uh, reimposing strict attendance caps at worship services in areas hit hard by the novel coronavirus. The court ruled 5-4 to four to bar Cuomo from enforcing his October 6th cluster initiative against house worship, houses of worship that sued to challenge the restrictions. The order was the first in the Justice Amy Cohen Barrett's played a decisive role. Barrett, who was the president's third Supreme Court nominee, ruled the court October 27th after winning state uh, Senate confirmation. Okay, whatever. Uh, Meanwhile, Chief Justice John Roberts joined the court's liberal wing in the dissent opinions, which stated that the court had acted rashly. Cuomo's initiative created color-coded limits on mass gatherings and business operations to enforce the stem of the outbreak of New York City areas that were experiencing a surge in cases, according to Bloomberg News. It was amid at worship services at some synagogues and Roman Catholic Church in parts of Brooklyn, Queens, Bloomberg reported. It was the hardest-hit areas in which designated red zones and state-limited attendance in houses of worship to 25% in the capacity or 10 people, whichever is fewer. The majority said the limit violated the First Amendment protection of the free exercise of religion. Yeah, no, it 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 says it right there. It, it it's it's not so hard. Your jo- your job as a politician, your job as a judge is your constitution is your rule book. The Democrats and the Rhino Republicans throw that rule book right out of the window. You literally have a manual of governance. Oh, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to shut everything down. No, no, no. You literally have a manual, and it's called the Constitution. And that's how you're supposed to govern. Hmm. Is this order going to break the Constitution? Let me check. Let me just... Let me see. Oh, okay. It does break the Constitution. This amendment right over here? Okay, we're, we can't do that. But that's not how the Democrats and the Rhino Republicans like to live. Justice Neil Gorsuch is, a, is in a concurring opinion, said Cuomo had treated religious activities less favorably than non-religious ones, according to the New York Times. In the past, uh, it, it is time, past time, to make plain that while the pandemic poses many grave challenges, there is no world in the Constitution tolerates color-coded executive additions uh, that reopen liquor stores and bike shops from shuttering, okay, whatever, uh, Rogorshik, who is named, okay, listen, why, 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 why is this even, why was this even a close call? Why was this even a five to four call? This should have been a blowout decision. There should have been zero people voting in favor of these orders. That is what scares me. The fact that this came so incredibly close. What's next? 
That's scary. Why are these people even allowed to live in our country if they're going to be voting in favor of this tyranny? Why? It makes no sense. This this is the... We got a long way to go to save this country, and it's it is sad. It, it is sad how much of a long way we need to go. So Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood just hit Georgia with a 104-page lawsuit. So attorney Sidney Powell filed her biblical lawsuit on Wednesday in Georgia, making good on her promises to release the crack. And defendants were named as Governor Brian Kemp, Secretary of State, and State Election Board members. Uh, the lawsuit called into question around 146,000 votes at minimum. The 104-page lawsuit claimed that Dominion voting systems engaged in virtual ballot stuffing through its electronic voting software and boasted its claim by alleging that the software designs were was created to manipulate the Venezuela's elections of Hugo Chavez and that designed in a way to hide vote manipulation from any audits. Additionally, the lawsuit claimed that Raffensperger unconstitutionally modified election law through a consistent decree issued earlier this year that thousands of absentee ballots were requested and counted but never recorded as being returned. The the workers never administered proper signature checks for absentee ballots and challengers were barred from observing the court. We all know this. This is something that they've been talking about for a long time, something that we've been covering on this show a lot. Well, we mean I... I say we, I'm referring to you guys. You guys help me out. You guys send me a lot of stories I need to cover properly. Um, they tweeted, uh, Powell tweeted the link to the lawsuit late Wednesday night, hinting at an upcoming lawsuit to be filed in Michigan. The Kraken was just released on Georgia. Com- complaint being uh, uploaded by DefendingTheRepublic.org. Exhibits to follow also release a Kraken in Michigan and then just tagged a bunch of people. So this is good. Uh, let's see. Uh, United States November would give thanks to the president. Okay, then. Um, okay, this is good. This is good. But obviously, there's so many lawsuits going up. I'll keep you updated whenever we see something big happen. And hopefully, more and more stuff gets exposed. I mean, we cannot give up the fight. We won't, we won't give up the fight. We need to keep fighting for this country, even, even after the election is certified. Let's just say Biden does win by a miracle uh, of, of the devil that Biden does win, we must not stop fighting. We must not We must not become the left where we just start yelling at the sky and burning the city down. I mean, that's just not in our nature. That's just not who we are. We, we're, we're more intelligent. We know how to strategically fight for our freedoms. We know how to strategically win at things like this. The left, they're reactive. They react. We are proactive. That's why the, the left, that's why they're telling me, they, they watch this podcast and they're like, oh my God, why, it's so funny watching you slowly break down. My show is, it has been the same energy. We've been talking the same way since I started the show 196 episodes ago. We, nothing's changed with our mentality, with our mental, with our mental health, our mental state. Nothing's changed with us. But the left is just projecting themselves onto us because they, they saw that liberal, liberal tears. There's no such thing as conservative tears. And they, they try their best to try to make conservative tears a thing, but it's just not a thing. First off, it's, it's too long of a word, too many syllables f- for it to flow nicely and to put it on a mug. You know, liberal tears, nice and condensed. 
It's a good phrasing. But anyway. So report. Mexican president breaks with other world leaders refusing to acknowledge Biden's win until the election is finalized. So it seems like some leaders don't want to get on Trump's bad side because they know he isn't a pushover like Biden. So a lot of the world leaders are just jumping to the bit and congratulating Biden because they can finally get to buy off America and buy off Biden. Obviously, there's some world world leaders that know that the election's not over and you shouldn't really get on Trump's bad side because if you're on Trump's good side, guess what? It'll be good for your country. So the Mexican president said on Wednesday that he would not congratulate President-elect Joe Biden until the U.S. election results were finalized. Uh, this president, this he became president of Mexico in 2018 after claiming electric fraud caused him to lose his attempts to gain office in 20, 2006 and 2012. President Donald Trump has also asserted election fraud in the 2020 election and has declined to concede victory. While Biden has widely been named the winner of the 2020 election, the president of Mexico has not congratulated, uh, has not shared a congratulatory message with Biden. Many other world leaders, including Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and Chinese president have reached out to Biden to congratulate him on his apparent victory. So obviously the Canadian minister is going to be doing that because he's a socialist bastard. And obviously the Chinese president is going to because he is so happy. He's rubbing, ooh, ooh, Pooh Bear is rubbing his hands. He's like licking the honey. He's about to get that sweet, sweet, juicy honey out from America now from Biden. That's what they're happy about. During a Wednesday press conference, uh, the president of Mexico said it was wrong to congratulate Biden until the final results have uh, the U.S. election has been confirmed. We do not agree with offering congratulations in advance, he said. Uh, that's the best. What's the best thing for us to wait? Now, uh, this is what Beto or Beta O'Rourke said in a November tweet. Texas Democrat congressman. Uh, oh no, this this one. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, this one's from Beta O'Rourke. Joe Biden lawfully and clearly won this election. Every world leader should acknowledge this fact, including the president for our most important neighbor and ally, Mexico. The, literally, the Mexican president is like you're trying to. Uh, <laughs> let's see, including the president of our most important ally, Mexico. Why are I guess politicians in America kind of bullying world leaders into accepting who, who, who the president is when they're not the president. See, this is what the left is doing. He clearly won. He obviously won. Don't look at the lawsuits. Don't look at the fraud. Don't look into it. Our guy clearly won. Don't, don't mind that just a few months ago we were saying how all this voting fraud could be possible with the Dominion machines. Don't look at how we were saying a month ago that it might take weeks, if not a month, to get the election results. Don't look at all of that because our guy won. Because our guy won, it is so clear that the election's just over now. Oh, these people make me sick. In a November tweet, Texas Democrat uh, uh, Joaquin Castro, whatever his name is, called Lopez, um, president of Mexico, refusing to congratulate a stunning diplomatic failure as as Biden's administration was hoping to usher in a new era of friendship and cooperation with Mexico. Jesus Christ. Sorry to use the Lord's name in, 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 in context like that, but... The, the Mexican president, all that he said was, we're not going to congratulate him yet because there could have been potential fraud, and we want to wait until see how the election turns out. And now all the Democrat politicians, the ones that are on that border, the ones that are be, pretending to be the champion for the, black, for, the, for the brown folk, 
are ri- is ripping into the Mexican president. So they're saying we want to usher in a new ever ever and friendship and cooperation with Mexico. But then five second five letters before saying that you're you're yelling at him calling this this is a dumb dipl- this is a diplomatic failure. We just want to be friends. We just want to cooperate with you. Listen, if if you want this friendship and cooperation, you don't you don't go out like that. You don't these these Democrats, they do not want cooperation and diplomacy and ever a friendship. They don't want that. They want to force and bully people into submission, into believing and doing exactly what they want. For the last four years, the Democrats have literally been, and the mainstream media have literally been dividing this entire country. Not one time did they ever call for unity. They might have called for unity while burning down cities, attacking Trump supporters, demonizing half of this country. That's what they've been doing for the last four years, demonizing half of this country, calling us the enemy, calling us white supremacists, the N- N- the N-A-Z-I word, all of this. But the day they, they declare Biden the victor, it is time to unite. It is time to usher in a new era of unity. So, so wait, wait, wait. Unity was all dependent on you guys? We've been trying to unite for four years. You, you, you refused to because you're stubborn and your people weren't in power and because, uh, uh, guess what, we, we, uh, we've, been, we've been granted more freedoms. We've been getting some of our freedoms back. But you people want us to unite just because your guy won now. Because you believe the fight's over. The left thinks, okay, we're in power now. So let's unite because we're in power. If they're not in power, there's no such thing as unity. It, it is still, I, please, I want you to send my videos to all your friends. All of them. Left, right, center, all of them. Because I do not understand how anyone could be on the left anymore. How can you, every time I turn on the mainstream media, I don't, I don't turn it on. Every time I see it in passing, either playing in a lobby or playing on someone else's TV or playing at an airport, every time, or at a bar, every time I look at the headline, it is complete utter garbage BS. And I look at it and I say, and I look at my girlfriend, I'm like, look at that headline. It's a lie. Every single time. And I'll look at it and be like, what? That's that's I can make a whole podcast about that headline right now and talk about how that's BS. Sometimes I do. Sometimes the stories that you see me talking about is because I saw a headline of it and I need I wrote it down, got to my computer, went to the story, and then made an episode on it. I don't know how anybody can seriously support the left anymore. The mainstream media's lies and hypocrisy that they just get caught up in. But that's the thing. These people are so brainwashed. But one day the media will be saying something. And then the very next day, like, they just totally contradict themselves constantly. People are only taking the red pill, though. So that's what I'm saying is send these videos to your friends because they can only take the red pill. If they're already brainwashed on the left, there's no helping them. They're already gone. They're lost. But for the people, there are people every day taking the red pill. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, to the notifications on. New video every single day. If you can, please become a patron. I will give you the news that the mainstream media won't. And the show is basically completely funded by you guys. So if you become a patron, I will give you a call to say thank you. And thank you for supporting the show. Also, text me, 917-540-8768. Text me any stories you want me to cover, any questions you want me to answer for my show. And occasionally, I do text people back, and I do have chats with people. Um, What's another thing? Also, if you're watching this episode and you're not listening, 
go to the podcast apps, the Joey Saladino Show on all the podcast apps. You can go there and you can go subscribe right now. Also rate five stars. Let's get my podcast popping. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Peace out.